Hello and welcome to Tokyo Inklings. My name is CY, and you can find me on my website at tokyostationpens.com, on Instagram and TikTok at tokyostationpens, and on Twitter at tokyostationmnh. And my name is Jacob. I am Foodafan on Instagram and on Twitter, and I have a blog at foodafan.com. Hello, my name is Kui, and I'm at Mirai Cat. You can find me on Instagram. And this is episode 55 of Tokyo Inklings.、Uh, how are you guys doing? Adult supervising is, is back. <laughs> yeah, we, we were having so much fun too. <laughs> I listened to the last episode. It was a good one.、Um, I have some thoughts on it. We'll get to that in, in, a, in a bit. But yeah, all is good here. It's the beginning of the financial year for, for many people. So I. A lot of people have been busy up until end of last month, and things are a little bit lighter now, fortunately. And I think the end of the financial year it brings like a lot of sales, as in like、um, like discounted、uh, activities. Like I think Kingdom Note has has their like end of year sales and stuff like that. But it also means that there are less, I think, product releases. Um, I think people are focused on you know just getting all the books in order. So it's been actually not super noisy in the in the fountain pen world here, right? Yeah, not so much in terms of new releases, but yeah, I agree that King of Note had a massive sale up until the end of March, and I think、yeah. it's gone now. Yep. Um, Kwe, how you doing? I'm doing fine.、Uh, some、um, how to say start of the、uh, daycare year, so it, it was adjusting time for my baby and a little bit of、um, running in both direction because the same week、uh, my son's、uh, class got a COVID case, so he has to stay at home the whole week. <laughs> it was a bit of a yeah chaotic week, but、um, everything is fine.、Uh, we even have a small Hanami. In、uh, Shinjuku Gyoen, with some friends who just arrived from Switzerland、uh, as a new uh, uh, expat uh, family for four years, so it was a very nice、um, last weekend. And then the the week who followed was a bit,、uh, yeah. <laughs> But now it's better. <laughs> That's great. So Jacob, having you know obviously been really busy and sat out the last session. What is it like to listen back to the episode as a listener this time? Yeah, it feels good to listen and not have to edit. <laughs> so that was good. That was good. Yeah, I enjoyed the episode.、Um, yeah, it was good topics. I had some thoughts that I wrote down here. The first one was about. I remember you were talking about the Montblanc nine one four nine and whether I hold this value well.、Um, I agree in general that limited edition pens hold their value much better than like standard production models. You just need to go to like Mercury and compare. If you compare like、um, Platinum three seven seven six, like the standard black and gold one are like four thousand yen. It's hard to even sell them, even with interesting nibs. Meanwhile, the like the Fuji other limited edition they're like thirty thousand yen. So there's a huge. Difference there. So same same thing with Pilot. Like it's, it's almost hard to sell a, pilot, a standard Pilot Custom seventy four second hand. Like no one wants to buy it. Meanwhile, you can sell the Custom Kai edition for 
a very good price. So I agree on that point, but for a standard production model, I still think, I mean, in uh, Alessa's defense, I still think the Mont Blanc 149 holds its value relatively well because if you talk about the Mont Blanc pens you find for like 30,000 yen or 40,000 yen, they tend to be these like 30, 40 year old pens. They have scratches everywhere. They might have some rust on the trims. Uh, the piston is in unknown condition and you might even have lost some like fins on the feed. So you're buying something of on unknown quality, you're taking a risk. On the other hand, if you want to buy something that is more a more recent model, that is a known good uh, qu uh, quality, you're gonna have to pay at least twice as much. So I don't think it's true that 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 the modern Mumla One Forty Nine is is really cheap. So, how would you value a secondhand Mont Blanc? 149 because i know for mont blanc collectors the i guess modern ones have even less value than let's say something from the 80s or from the 70s yes it might come with the scratches so i'm curious you know how much do you see for secondhand prices so I think, I'm not sure if this is true on in other markets, but in Japan, if you try to sell something on Mercury, like you have to declare what, what the condition is, right? And when people say this is almost new, like Michio Nichikai, then it almost always is, because if you say that and it's not, you're going to get a bad review and bad things will happen. People are very picky about like this even smaller imperfections in Japan. So in general, if you sell, if you find something that is stated to be in that condition, it's going to be in that condition. And that's when you see these prices of like 70,000 yen. So that, 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 that's what, what I meant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Then I guess, you know, before we move on to, uh, to the next topic, I'm curious about your rankings, right? Like your entry mid and high level pens that you would buy ah. yeah i think you guys all agreed on the kakuno and i think i also think the kakuno is a great one one i would add though is like i really like pen bbs we talked about, about about that before and pen bbs has some entry level models that are in like a 15 dollar range so there's one called pen bbs 491 which is relatively simple cartridge converter and it and it, it's it's beautiful made the quality is amazing for the price the, the nib is i really like the pen bbs nib so i would add that as a recommendation for for like mid-level i think alessa said custom 74 i tend to prefer uh pilots 742 and 912 and obviously those are a little bit more expensive but that was so my cop-out answer would be a second hand 742 and 912 and that ties into the next rank in the high the the, um, the the high end one i will take my my 742 and i will send it to hiroko and that's going to be my my high end model okay th that is indeed a cop out <laughs> that is indeed a cop out but we'll take it and um sorry what about your filling system rankings ah uh, yeah i think i pretty much agree with everyone except you <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> poor taste. Well, well, cartridge converter it it allows you to, to change ink quickly, and also I think I talked about that before. But I, I tend to like like pigmented inks, and pigmented inks 
tend to stain more easily than dye-based inks. And I've had several like, uh, like pens that have been, I guess, stained because of that. And I've been using like pen flush. I've been using uh, like ultrasonic cleaners, and uh, and I can't remove that stain. So I'm hesitant to use the pigmented inks, which are the inks I like. I like to use in in uh, piston fillers or, or vac fillers and so on. And for that reason, I I prefer cartridge converters. Uh, yeah, my second. My second choice would still be uh, piston. I, I I'm okay with vac fillers, but pretty much nothing else. That's interesting because you have a um, forever pen. A what? And you have a forever pen, right? A, a pen that you will never sell, and that's not a cartridge converter, right? Right, but but that's so that, that's different. Yeah. It's not a pen that I'm actually using. It's a pen. Yeah, okay. So. But but would you would you use pigment ink in that no. pen? Okay, so that's only dye-based ink for yes. your forever pen. Okay, okay, and we'll keep the forever pen a secret. But yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just have one more comment about another topic. You guys were talking about inks. I think you talked about these Korean ink brands. And you talked about like wearing gold and dominant yep. industries. And I think you call them ink manufacturers. But I recall hearing. I don't know if this is true, but I recall hearing that many of this, some of these Korean ink brands, uh, they're all made by a small number of manufacturers. So my question is, is it really apt to compare, say, wearing gold to Sailor or Platinum, or should we really be comparing wearing gold to, you know, Pentonote and Color Traveler and, uh, you know, um, the Bung Box, for example? Yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting question. Um, I know that I think Tono Limbs is the is manufactured by the same guys, or not manufactured, but you know it's the brainchild of same same folks that are behind um, Colorverse, right? Mm. But as far as I'm aware, I think Three Oysters is different, mm. um, and I I don't know about Waringal, but I I haven't seen or haven't heard that it it is related to the others mm. i'm sure they all know each other i'm sure they all you know talk to each other and and get hints from each other um but i think you know wh- when i made that point the the thing is that even colorverse is quite new right mm. uh, i'm just wondering you know for the for the amount of consumption of ink that we have here i don't really see a lot of new competition that's popping up whereas it seems that you know, folks are really, I guess, ready to consume inks from other countries, you know, new brands, uh, new things, um, shimmer and all that stuff. I don't see, I don't see the Japanese manufacturers, you know, capitalizing on shimmer, for example. Yes, yeah, shimmer, that, that's definitely true. But if you count all the retailers own brands, yeah, that's yeah, a lot. Then you that's have that like, sure. shimmy boons, like thick catalogs full of them. There are just so many of them. And then you have a few small companies that aren't really retailers, like I think you know, like Shokido and that's whatever the company that sells this, this new Saitama inks. So you have these small um, sellers that aren't really retailers and they have their own brand, but they don't actually manufacture their own inks. And they also have like Eric, Eric Plus Smart. I'm not sure how to categorize them, but it's a very small scale operation. Yeah. They have their own iron gold inks. So so then, um, you know, I'm curious that 
basically all of these retailers are selling um, Sailor, right? Well, the three manufacturers that make inks for others are Sailor and Teranishi and Turner. What ink does Teranishi make for, for others? The, the, the Tatcha inks. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Um, but color tra- like Color Traveler, they are their own, right? That's also made by Sailor, yeah. I'm pretty sure. You think it's Sailor? Okay. Right. Um, I think it's pretty much still dominated by like very large players and then and then as you said we have um we have really really niche people like gary or or eric plus smart mm. I- i'm wondering like you know there's clearly an appetite for shimmering right like like clearly there's an appetite for shimmering the only people in japan like japanese manufacturers who are who are doing something remotely similar i think is um is kuretake with the shimmer powder but you also have tag right so tag is one of the most most uh, experimental ink manufacturers out there right they have shimmer yeah they have this i mean alice has covered uh, tags in uh, inks well there's all kinds of weird taggings they even have these natural dyes for example that they are doing things that no one else is doing yeah that's true that's true um yeah yeah that's true that's true. That's fair. We'll take it. We'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we forgot about tag. <laughs> I, I I think the tag is is. They do a lot of interesting st- stuff with I think Ginza um, Tsutaya. Mm. Yeah. But I I don't really see them producing exclusive inks for like loads of other brands, right? In fact, they, it's they did almost... for Star Stationery Station. Yeah. How many Star? I don't they know. They do. They do make it for Stas and they do make it for Shosaikan but yes. they're almost like anti tomo tono lip yeah they yeah. produce maybe one one color every year or two years and usually they introduce it at a, a fair like last last uh, which one was it uh, before um, Kamihaku the the one before they introduced this gray I got it but I haven't swatched it the yet the gray shimmer one yes yeah yeah but um Speaking of fairs, you two both went to Kamihaku, what was it, two weekends ago, three weekends ago? I don't remember. Um, whereas I kind of skipped out on that one. But how, how, was the, how was the event? So this is a... Crazy. Hu- yeah, it, it's actually huge. Um, so the venue is the same is where Tokyo International Pension was held in the past. And this is this, I'm not sure what to call it, like conference center in uh, in Asakusa, right? I think it's called like Tokyo Metro Trade and Commerce. Industry. Something, something. Exactly, yeah. Industry and something, yeah. It's like a 12-floor building or yeah. more, even more. And I think... And it was on three floors. Yeah, so by comparison, Tokyo Pensho Tips was held on one of those floors. And so this was three floors. Uh, so it's really big. I was read somewhere that they had in the past uh, 10,000 attendees. So this is probably... Possibly the second biggest one after Bungo Joshi's. It's a really big one. It was a bit different this time because one floor was dedicated to like textiles and stuff. And then the fifth floor. Yeah. And then two floors were sort of paper, a little bit of ink, but mostly paper. And uh, it was fun to see see Koe at the event. She went went crazy. So tell us what you did. (laughs) 
<laughs> so um, uh, I used uh, um, Kamihaku was the first uh, uh, stationary event I did in 2018 when I just landed in Japan, and um, so I, it's kind of uh, um, a nostalgia. Uh, it's one of my favorite events because it's a lot of stationary, like masking tape, uh, rubber stamp. Um, what else? Um, yeah. Um, all the stickers and stuff like that, papers, of course. And so it's a very big uh, um, event. And uh, they, as they canceled the 2020 edition because of COVID, they did only part online or smaller one. They decide uh, this year to sell back all the limited edition masking tape. They collaborate with Japanese artists from 2018 to to last year, like 2020, they didn't release a new one for this year. Mm. And they were reselling like seven tape, seven rolls, different rolls. Some were designed by um, uh, um, Eri Masko. Uh, she's an artist from Yanaka, I guess, because you see a lot of her, her art around Yanaka uh, area. Um, then there were some from um, Eric Small Things, uh, masking tape, and yeah. Those tapes are really um, uh, in the stationary gang. Look, uh, everyone is looking for because you can find them only on Kamihaku. So I got lots of demands from my pen pals and international friends. But this tape were reserved one, like uh, one set maximum per person. So se seven, oh no, two sets. Sorry, so fourteen rolls per person max. So Alicia and I and Jacob were the first group because you have to buy your tickets in advance. Uh, by group, so we were the 10 a.m. Uh, group, and then uh, 11 a.m. you have more people, 12 you have more. And what is nice, I thought, uh, I thought, is that they reduce the price of the tickets the more you get it later. Mm. And I think it's really smart because some event they it costs you the same if you arrive at one, uh, like at the first group at 10 a.m. or at 4 p.m. just before it closed, which is a little bit. Unfair because usually the last group won't have as much choice anymore. Mm. So I think this is a very good point from Kamihaku to make this um, reducing price. So we got in the first group and it was not that crowded at the beginning because only the the people who get the ticket from 10 to 11. But from 11 a.m. it gets crazy, uh, like the, the amount of... Uh, double, of course, of people double. And then from 12, uh, we try to, to leave because... You cannot reach most of the table anymore. But I heard from uh, some friends who know um, organizer of uh, Kamihaku that they expect much more people and they, they pre-sell the tickets only half of what they expected. So it was not as good as uh, the last event before COVID, mm -hmm. which is a bit sad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I went nuts. I got, uh, I don't know, uh, two bags of masking tapes and... Uh, I don't remember how many uh, uh, papers, yeah, different kind of paper. Graffilo was there, of course. And then uh, what else? Yeah, rubber stamp because there, was, there were uh, Eric Smallthing, uh, Hute, who is difficult to find. They, they have the very nice floral type of uh, rubber stamp. Yeah, it was. Uh, and one bad thing is like most of the booths don't take credit cards. Because um, I heard that Tegamisha, who is one of the, uh, it was a co-event by like, Kamihaku Tegamisha, 
uh, ask the seller to pay um, like their fees is a percentage of their sales in the next days following the um, the end of the fair, which means that if you take credit cards, you don't get the money immediately in your mm-hmm. account, so you have to pay by your pocket. And some small um, uh, yes uh, seller they don't have uh, enough uh, savings to give back the money to Kamihaku. So it's, it's one of the reasons they said um, many people were not really uh, um, happy to to take credit card or add, yeah, prefer, like, don't bring the credit card machine and stuff like that. So as as for cash only, which was good for save us. I think Alicia and I were quite happy at one moment to say, okay, we don't have money anymore. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree. I mean, that, that's what saved me too. I mean, some of these events are really dangerous because it's so frictionless. I mean, the, the worst one in this sense is Inkunuma, right? You just get yeah. a, a big, um, uh, you just get a bag or whatever, and, and you and you collect from all the, the the tables what you want, and you just pay in the end, right? Yeah, and, and, and that then makes... you see the amount, and you say, "Is it me?" <laughs> exactly, and it's so frictionless, it's so dangerous. You end up pay, buying way more than than you intended yeah. to, right? And you you got a heart attack when you when you see the total amounts. Like, didn't you uh, total the the customer before me? Is it, am I paying for two people, or is it really my amount? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so this this Kamehaku just added just enough friction that you didn't just go to every single table and buy something, which is, which was probably good good for the wallet. But it was still a lot. I agree. It was it was a lot uh, to see. So yeah, Kobe here was there. Had the, the whole the Grafilo lineup. Um, Yamamoto paper was there, and they had three new kinds yeah. of paper. There was one called Kami Fubuki, which is supposed to be fountain pen friendly washi paper. I bought that. I'm not sure I agree how f- that is in that fountain pen friendly. I may do some more tests and, and do a post about it later, but it looks it feels kind of nice to write on it. It looks, looks nice. And then there was another new one called Light Force, which is very similar to Cosmo Air Light, I would say. It seems quite nice. And one called um, Minuet Light Cream, which is kind of like that new chiffon cream, but a bit more fountain pen friendly. So I, I bought those, and, and again, I need to do more tests, but they all seem quite nice. Um, Tag had a really nice table. So you know Tag, you you can buy this um, at Ginza 6, for example, you can buy this sets of five small Tag mini bottles, right? Mm-hmm. While here, all of those mini bottles, you could just pick and choose which mini bottles you wanted. That was so nice. Yeah, yeah. I saw that table, but I, I tried to avoid them because they take credit card. Yes, <laughs> they, they did. And they, they got me too. I had to buy something there. I didn't buy the, the mini bottles, but they had one. Um, you know, you had this lineup of uh, inks. So we just talked about how Tag, they do experimental stuff. They have this line called Fumisome, which has... Um, Mm-hmm. Like uh, natural the dice, new, the lotus butter, uh, lotus paper box, as I call it. Ah, yes, you, when exactly. you open it, it's like a lotus flower. Exactly, and and all of those inks are made with natural dyes. And they had a new one. Now the name escapes me. I think it's made from like sugi tree bark or, or something like that. It's, it's really weird. Um, but the, the ink is quite light, but but it's performed relatively well so i had to get that so those were probably my my biggest purchases like 
the tag table and the Yamamoto paper table. But I think I bought, I didn't buy nearly as much as you did, Korea. We got both, Alessa and I, we went there for like 20, 30 minutes and then we were just, we, we had enough, we went to get a coffee. And I understood that you were there for well over an hour, right? Almost two hours, I think, because <laughs> when we when I text Alicia for lunch and we were joining CY and Akane, mm. uh, it was almost 12, I guess. Yeah, so almost two hours. But I, when I did the second floor, I, I feel like it, it, I reached this, you know, too much. <laughs> uh, uh, when when your body just say, okay, enough, <laughs> just get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so the second floor, I, I was concentrating on some booth and then I just tried to get to the out yeah exit door because it was yeah I couldn't take it anymore and, and the crowd was growing and growing and I think it, it made me a bit uh, like a kind of uh, uh, yeah um, anxious <laughs> and you took a lot and of photos and videos so you have the, I yeah. think you saved them as story highlights we could put a link to yes. that if- yeah yeah I had a highlight of the the booth but yeah um some of the brand they they, they bring of cool lim- limited edition and I think people were crazy in line for some booth and the line was like I don't know hundreds of people to choose like stickers and stuff like that and I was like how can you manage this kind of um activities when you know that you know when you have to choose something uh, that small as a flick sticker you will take your time and everything and so some booths were crazy crowded, uh, and we're still in yeah COVID time. I would say, so yeah, it was a bit uh, overwhelmed at the end. Yeah, but really fun, really fun. I, I won't do it twice uh, in the same month. Huh? <laughs> yeah, or in a year. <laughs> in that sense, it reminds me a bit of these ink events like the Tone and Limbs and Inkunuma, in that yeah. like social distancing goes out the window once there's a limited edition something to exactly. fight over. Yeah. No, but it was a lot of fun. Right. So one uh, one type of paper that was not available at the event, but which was released yesterday, was the eagerly awaited Sanzen Tomoe River. So uh, we have talked about this <clears throat> at length, and I, I did a review back in November, I think, and people have been asking me, probably have been asking everyone here, you know, when is the paper released? So how can we find more information? And yesterday, finally, Yamamoto Paper, which is a wholesaler, started selling A4 loose sheets of the 52 GSM version of a Sanzen Tome River. And, and I ordered first thing in the morning a, a pack and I hope I will receive it today, otherwise tomorrow. And I'm keen to compare it to the early samples I got and see if there's any difference. Um, as far as I know, there's no... There are no notebooks available yet. I'm sure we'll, we'll be seeing announcements, notebook-related announcements soon, but at least the paper is now available for people to buy. Not just in Japan, you can buy it overseas because Yamamoto Paper has an Etsy store and they ship overseas. Um, did anyone we, we, else? Should, we should boycott Etsy until the 18th of April, just to remind everyone who is listening. What's, what's because they increase... Yeah, Etsy increased their um, the sailor fees. Uh, I think it reached thirty percent now, and a lot of um, small shop on Etsy complain because they don't get any, they don't earn any money uh, when you sell, you know, stickers and mm. masking tape or something small, because the Etsy yeah. fees are so high. 
So there is kind of uh, online boycott of Etsy from 11 to 18 of April. And it's actually it's actually not just the fees, but they also run ads. Yeah. And if your product is selected for an ad, you have to pay the ad fee, but you can't opt out of the ad. So oh. if somebody sells something for like $5, I, I, I saw one of the calculations, yeah. right? Um, they only make like 19 cents and then plus like different productions and the time like that. They actually lose money if you buy on Etsy. Yeah, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see, but does Yamamoto sell um, direct? Only in Japan. Uh, Their okay, website is only in Japan and international is Etsy for okay, now. Okay. Yeah. Well, Maybe they will that, change. Maybe yeah. it will. Then they are they are asking for trouble in that case, right? But if, if they make a direct um, sales, if, if it's possible to do direct sales or, you know, white rabbit, that would be... You know, that would mm-hmm. actually help them a lot. And and one thing that I want to say about all these paper um, companies is that they're f- um, few and far, bet- uh, far and few between. What's, what's the saying? I don't know. Whatever it is. But the point is, there aren't that many. So I, I do think it, it would be good to, to buy direct from them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just to make sure that they survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one more thing I wanted to say about this Sanzen to my river is that I just noticed that Sanzen finally, after like five months, updated their website with information about this paper and there are two things that I found interesting. First of all, they have they seem to have decided on a formal name of this paper and it's called Tomo River S. That, that's the new name, Tomo River S. And uh, I, I so I another thing is I recall like a few months ago I was trying to find any information about whether they were planning to do anything other than a 52 GSM and I remember hearing I can't remember if it, was, if it was from them directly or from someone else, but they said that they have only, at the time, they had only committed to 52 GSM and they weren't sure it was worth producing any other. Now it turns out, according to the website, they're mentioning 5264, which is this Raymay Da Vinci exclusive, and also 68, which I think is going to be a good news for a lot of people. So they have now, they're officially saying that. Tomo River S, the new paper, is going to be available in 68 GSM as well. Oh, great. That is very good news. Um, but we, we haven't tried the 68, right? So we actually don't know the paper quality of, of the other right. weights, but that is still very good yeah. news. Yeah, and still about the Tomo River um, paper hunt, um, I had this strange but funny discover, and I already shared it with Jacob in message, like... And you remember, I was looking for years for A6 plain Tomoe River uh, notebook because I like to reuse my uh, Hobonichi cover, like the the one I really like. And I have more than one, of course. So I usually have one Hobonichi planner in for for the year. And then the the other covers are staying in dust bag in, in my drawers because it's very difficult to find A6 plain Tomei River and I knew in the Fountain Pen community a lot of people were people were asking Hobonichi to release a plain notebook but usually they, there is grid or there is dots and uh, from time to time I'm going on Google and just enter Tomei River A6 notebook and see if something happened and strangely I got uh, like there was a result and it was the Tomei River Sakai um, how to say uh, uh, front page who appear and I was like mm, this is strange because 
they don't do an A6 plane. They do this really thin uh, grid or dots in A6, but not plane. But I click on the on the image, so it was on the Amazon page, and and I zoom on it, and it re- the the logo said it's Tommy River Notebook, uh, the greatest paper for Fountain Pen, A6, 160 page, color is cream and plain. And I was like, yeah, there must be, is it like kind of a mistake or is it like, I don't know, all, all stock and something. And there's this little logo on the left with the double P and name paper, paper, 68 gram mm. uh, a square meter. So I text uh, Jacob and said, have you heard, have you talked about this uh, notebook and have you heard about this notebook? Because I order one in case just to see what it is. And uh, Jacob, you can confirm uh, what you answer me <laughs> by text. Yes. Yeah, so, so I remember Sakai told me back at one of the paper events last year that they have a batch of uh, 68 GSM um cream colored paper that they can still sell so, so so this is that batch of cream colored paper and this and if you remember when they introduced that iruful paper brand they also introduced this sub brand called paper paper and so both the Tommy river paper and the iruful paper are now under this paper paper umbrella so, so that's why you have this paper paper branding on this new batch of uh, notebooks and it's the old, you confirmed that it was the old, um, old paper, yeah. machinery. Yeah, seven. Yeah, so it's for the one who were looking, uh, just check your Amazon or Amazon Japan because they are still on stock. I didn't buy all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just buy one. <laughs> so just go there if you want the A6 uh, plain uh, 68 gram square meter. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't have told me if you want the listeners to to be able to buy these. <laughs> but you don't like cream. You like bl- the white one, CY, right? Yeah, I, I like the white one. I also have 10 of them. <laughs> okay. In A5. In A, in A5, yeah. Yeah, I remember CY back I think it was shortly after uh Sakai technical paper announced that they were discontinuing their original like lineup. Uh, and I think you went on Kingdom Note and bought the their entire Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember that that episode. <laughs> like Kingdom Note is sold out. I took them all. <laughs> so you probably have the biggest stash of uh, Tommy River reserves. Yeah, I am still trying to avoid using them. <laughs> you, you keep them for your your memoir, how say memoirs when you <coughs> you want to to write about your life. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you use um, now then? I mean, I'm still using my my Tomoe River, but I just don't burn through them as fast as you know, as fast as I buy them. You you, you know, use I, loose sheet in your in your plotter too, right? You you buy the yeah the pad yeah, but I don't I don't use the plotter that much. I I only use the plotter when I go out. I don't use the plotter at home. Okay. Because at home I have you know the notepads, yeah. Um, but I I use the the sixty eight for work and for like you know testing pens and stuff like that. Um, but I I would say I use one maybe I'm fairly frugal with them, mm. so I use one every five six months. Wow, it's it's quite a lot. 
I, I haven't finished. Well, I I, I have many uh, notebook uh, side by side, d- depending what I'm doing. So I haven't finished my my um, A5 uh, swatching one that I started maybe three years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I think it's. I, I mean, I use it every day, right? And then I use, like, these crazy nibs. And then I have, like, ink all over the place. But, yeah, I would say each one lasts me about five months. Wow. Oh, okay. But That's but is easy. that because you're using more other kinds of paper or because you are being, you're, I don't know, using up you're every last bit? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not using much of other kinds of paper. I mean, I have other kinds of paper, but I don't, like, necessarily use them. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Speaking of things that we don't use, Traveler's Notebooks. Uh, yeah, Traveler's Company has four new sets that are that are you know travel inspired, and I know that this has whipped up a lot of people into a frenzy, including you, Quay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we were uh, uh, with my like uh, friends from. The, the girls from uh, like in Tokyo, uh, the, we have a small uh, food travelers group. Like uh, we decide um, to during this year, 2022, as we cannot travel as free, as freely as before um, outside Japan, of course, but even inside Japan with all this um, uh, state of emergency and stuff like that, we decide to meet once a month uh, and to try a restaurant or even during the state of emergency, do we consume and sending each other food or chocolate, uh, like to travel virtually together. And uh, we met, um, it was uh, yesterday, uh, to to have uh, some uh, Hong, uh, Taiwan, sorry, Taiwan food and then Taiwanese food and then to stop by Traveler Factory Nakameguro. And on the day before, when uh, they released on the 14th, I stopped by Tokyo Station in the afternoon and um, got uh, for some friend uh, abroad this uh, set of um, new uh, cover with the, some has a rubber stamps, some have a newer like a pencil or charm and sticker. So they they, dis- they they are really strong in their marketing. So they did this small um, box uh, on the uh, with accessories, uh, like you said, uh, linked to traveling uh, themes. One is hotel, another one is airplane. One is train and the last one is records and uh, they are beautiful in the in the design and yeah every traveler's notebook fan are completely crazy about and the thing is what they release uh, in Japan and for the first time not only for Japan but international customers too and not only the traveler's notebook US website but all their partner shop and all their reseller shop international there is a but because the communication wasn't really clear on their uh, Instagram page. Uh, on the website, a bit more developed, but not in the Instagram. So people really don't really know who was reselling it. So some of the big stationery in the US advertised about it uh, some days ago. So people knew that, oh, this shop has it or this doesn't receive it yet or stuff like that. But the problem is like the, the stock for international shop were really low, like I heard and I saw on, on Instagram some uh, shop in Asia got only eight sets, so two of each. And some partner shop got, I think, 18 of them. 
like yeah the stock were really low so most traveler company us got a lot i think there's still some available now and traveler company japan sell on uh, many phase on their website so if you try to reach at the opening at, which i try at 11 a.m on the 14 if you were not in the first one you couldn't enter the page anymore it was blocked like it was uh, too crowded which was my case so i did an order online and i was like if i can make it i go this afternoon to traveler's factory and then i tried maybe uh one or two hours later and they were they were still on stock. So I guess like to avoid this, uh, um, yeah, they, they did it in many phase, uh, too much congestion, I guess. And um, they were sold out in the evening on the website, Japanese website. But then I I don't know if you follow, um, uh, you got some pop-up. If you, I have the, I follow Pentonote, for example, on Instagram. And I saw a, a um, notification and I saw the picture of Traveler Notebook uh, release, and I was like, "What? This is strange. Why? Why is Pentonote invited, like doing advertisement for Traveler Notebooks?" But I didn't know that Pentonote is a partner shop. Like they, they are selling, uh, how say, not a partner shop, but they are selling Traveler's uh, company's product. So all the shop, even in Japan, got some uh, amount of the set, but none of them made any um, ads uh, you say, in advance, like uh, the, the previous days. Some even uh, advertise late in the evening, or I saw Nagasawa too, got them. And this morning I saw another one who just said, oh, uh, Hachimonjia, who just said, oh, we, we just got the, we have some stock of Traveler Notebook. So I think the, the general communication was a bit strange and i saw a lot of people complain on the travelers company page like uh, why don't you make a list of all the shop why don't you put the hours for the us clearly because some people wait at midnight on the 14 saying that it will be already released in japan so stuff like that so yeah i guess everyone will have uh what they wanted it to and i i read on travelers company that they will release a second batch around June, July. So it's a limited edition, but quite a broad limited edition. So for the people who didn't get it now, just be a bit patient. I, I think there will be another release. Uh, April confirmed it too. I saw on, on some posts, she confi- she answered some of the angry comments <laughs> for, for her. <laughs> but so if you go to Traveler's Factory in uh, like Tokyo or Nakameguro today, is it they all gone? They were still available yesterday afternoon. So I guess there, there are still uh, uh, some uh, available today. I don't know how, how much, like how many sets, but they were still um, uh, yeah around ar- on the table, around uh, seven, eight uh, sets of each. Mm. Well, you know, if Travelers wasn't such a um, established brand even yeah. overseas, this would not surprise me at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, like this is so typical of a Japanese manufacturer <laughs> to just be 
rubbish at um, basically advertising their products. And, and they know they have good products. Actually, I saw their advertising assets, right? The, the assets are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the rollout, you know, and, and come on, they, they knew this would be popular. Like, yeah, this what, is not Traveler's first time. What I don't really understand, because I, I'm quite a fan and I'm following them, like uh, both account factory and company. So even for someone who is in the, like really inside, like in Japan and, and following, I didn't know that Nagasawa, Hachimonjiya, Pentonote, like all the stationery sh- uh, shop in Japan will get them. You know, I, okay, I, I don't read Japanese, but all this shop didn't post anything until yesterday evening. So uh, on or on Friday evening, sorry. Or oh, which day are we? Yeah, yesterday evening. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, on or Thursday, I don't remember anymore. But yeah, so no, none of this shop posts in advance. And um, I was like, is there maybe kind of uh, uh, how to say um, maybe. I don't know. It's my supposition. Maybe travelers' company want to prioritize their sales first. I don't know. Because then travelers' company post, sorry, we are out of stock online, but there are still availabilities in both our physical shop, uh, like in all our physical shop in Japan and in on our reseller in Japan. So they post it once the online shop was sold out. So I'm like, where they kind of... Uh, 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 behind the scene agreement between shops that you will advertise once we are out, you know? I don't know. Because I, I was surprised when I saw Nakasawa Hachimonjiya posting. I was like, why are they advertising now it's sold out <laughs> on Traveler's Company website? This reminds me of a lot of like stationary releases in Japan. I'm thinking about like the Kakimori nibs. I'm thinking about Pilot's Ink release. I'm thinking about that uh, Kurutoga dive, it, it's always very confusing the way you can buy it. And in the US, it was the opposite. All the shops that knew that we would have it make a lot of advertisement, uh, videos, uh, unboxing as soon as they receive it, so before the 14. And some shop put, okay, they will be online at these hours. Uh, uh, com- yeah. be, be sure to put your clock alarm in Europe, the same. I saw. Uh, I follow two or three um, European stationery, and they say, "Okay, we got only eight set. Uh, it's one set per person. You cannot uh, combine them because we have only eight in stock. Be sure to know which one you want, and uh, yeah, good luck." And Travelers Company US will release them after all, like not all, but I think Travelers Company US. I don't know. Is is based in Los Angeles, right, California, or something like that? So it, it it really it was released after some of the uh, East Coast uh, already went sold out, but the the time was not really clear. You cannot, you didn't like if you don't go on the website, you were not really, uh, uh, yeah, you were in a bit in a blur. So so I think it's why international people complain because I guess some people stay stay awake until uh, half of the night and just don't get when it will be online. Mm. Yeah, but it's um, how to say it's not. Uh, people are talking about you know it's bad advertisement, but uh, everyone is just like uh, asking where where do you get it? How how can I get it? And and they are selling. So they yeah. So maybe we are the idiots. <laughs> they don't need more advertisement. It's free advertisement, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, anyways, so that was the Traveler's Notebook, which was, you know, super bizarre, but I, I can't say I'm, like, surprised. Another bizarre happening was this thing that you asked me about, um, Joyful 2. Yeah. So this, uh, I don't know if you remember, I think it was one of the first, uh, not, not the first, it was during covid uh, already one of the, um, how say, 2020. 20. It was the last time I saw Joyful, Joyful 2 as an ink event. It was the event where there was this, this iPad, you know, all the booths were empty and there were iPads where you can talk with the reseller who were staying in their shop in somewhere else in Japan. Do you remember this? Was it Inkonuma or was it? Yeah, so it was Ink Numa, and um, it was very I strange. You know, we, we we arrived in there was line in every booth, but there was no one to answer you. Like only the staff of the event. Mm. But yeah. if you want to buy something, you you can talk like glass pen. I remember there was uh, Aun, uh, Eda, San, and you can say hello, and he can explain you. Yeah, we have different nibs and stuff. But it was with an iPad in between of us. <laughs> so at this uh, this event, I, Kamihaku or Inknuma, I don't remember. No, Inknuma, I guess. Um, it's the last time I saw jo- Joyful 2 uh, brand um, uh, phys- like physically, like uh, their, their ink. And when we went to the Inknuma at Star Stationery, uh, Star Stationery Station, uh, I don't know. Stationary station. Yeah, I expect to see them because I I like their ink. it's a sailor uh, inks, but I really like two or three of their colors, like the Nemophila Nemophilia blue is one of my favorite like uh, like the flowers name blue and it has this purple uh, purple shades and they have this uh, Nico ice something Nico ice water or very uh, light blue but very but you can still read it. It's really it's quite um, uh, readable. So I I asked you in message um, have have anyone heard about Joyful too? Because I didn't see them recently at different event, and I don't find their account on Instagram anymore. Uh, only the hashtag, like the people who who swatch their inks, but nothing from two two thousand. Uh, yeah, maybe 20 was the last post I saw of them, like last uh, mention of them on Instagram. And see why you answer me yeah. that. Uh, so I, yeah. I, I did some um, research after after you you texted me and I was like, oh, that's strange. The Joyful 2, it's actually kind of like a chain up in the Nikko area, um, I think Tochigi area. Um, and I was like, oh, that, that that's really weird. You know, where where... Where did these guys go? So I did a little bit of research and to almost backtrack just a little bit, you know, this Joyful 2 company, it's kind of a funky name, right? Like Joyful 2. Like what, what kind of name is Joyful 2? So who is I, Joyful I, 1? <laughs> That's the question. Yeah. So I, I did some research and there is a, um, there is a kind of auto parts company that was, um, almost made in collaboration with Honda called Joyful Honda. And they have this huge, um, let's say, I don't know, up, I guess it's more in the countryside, but they, they have this huge shopping building. And 
on the first floor it's all auto parts but then on the second floor i guess somebody in the management they like stationary something so on the second floor was a stationary floor and that's why it's called joyful two mm-hmm. and so i looked up on on um on their facebook and you know on the internet i was like oh you know where where joyful two go and i found this um announcement that they were going to be shut down for covid but this was back in 2022 like may or something and i was like no yeah sorry yeah 2020 may or something mm-hmm. um and i was like wow that's uh like it's <laughs> like almost three years ago that's two years ago three years ago um and i was like oh that's weird let me see if i can find anything about the main joyful the main joyful is still around mm-hmm. and so you know it was just this really confusing and again very typically I guess, Japanese way of doing business. They never announced that Joyful, like the second floor was going to, you know, close down or whatever. But by all accounts, right, Joyful 2, the physical store, right, the upstairs, doesn't exist as a stationary space anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think, um, what what I can see, so you you told me that um, they belong to Joyful Honda, which I didn't yeah. know because I thought, as you said, that it was something about like do-it-yourself, uh, cars repairs and stuff like that. So I went to Joyful Honda Instagram page and I was like, oh, they have a website. So I click on it and I was on the street. I was walking to an exhibition on the street <laughs> with my, my baby stroller and I was waiting on the um, uh, crossings, like uh, pedestrian crossings uh, in Ginza, so a big one. And I was just checking, I was like, okay, so let's see if they have a search bar. Okay, they have, let's enter Sailor Inks or Inks, get, and what appears like a line, a lineup of 30 different colors of inks. And I was like, yeah, so they still exist, but uh, uh, only uh, under uh, Joyful Honda, so on on the website, on on their main website. And in this main website, they are selling everything for like a, Decoration, old furniture, vintage furniture, um, say doors. um, uh, Yeah, you can find the vintage drawers, the windows frame. Like I think they they have kind of mix between uh, uh, a little bit like um, how do you call it retro uh, secondhand uh, market. You know, uh, old type of writers and stuff like that. They they can they like this kind of uh, thing decoration. And uh, do-it-yourself um, uh, repairing stuff. And I was tr- scrolling, so I was still waiting, and I was scrolling uh, in the inks. And, yeah, the inks I'm looking for are still there, and it seems like it's they're, they're um, not like, discontinued or anything. And I scrolled, and I scrolled, and then I saw a fountain pen. And I was like, hmm, strange, because I, I, one of my dream pen that I didn't bought at the time in 2018, it was the um, Joyful 2 Sailor Pro Gear uh, Wakam Wata. Uh, sorry, I have a. I forgot now. This mint. Uh, what? Wakama. Watarase mint. Yeah, watarase. Sorry. <laughs> watarase minto. Yeah. So this one, <laughs> and I really like the coro, and I didn't get it at that time, and I regret since. So I often check on Kingdom Notes if they appear, and I I saw a box with a pen, and I click on it and say, "Yo, this is one of their." Uh, um, not like limited edition who was sold out like since 2018 and the name is the um, Taniga Wadake uh, Goodman Great Mountain um, one 
and the box has the ink uh, bottle and this uh, nice pro gear matte blue so it's quite uh, unusual to have a pro gear in in blue like dark blue very dark blue uh, matte and what is very nice is the socks the white socks has a, a very tiny shimmering um, glitters inside and the finial has the the snowflake uh, silver snowflake uh, instead of the sailor uh, logo and i click on it and i saw it's a, look it's a new pen and one of the shop so joyful honda has many smaller shop uh, in different part of uh, of the of japan and one of the shop has one in stock and they put it online but I guess nobody knows since 2018, or at least since they closed the Joyful 2, that they put uh, most of their product on the main website. Because the only way you can find their inks before was either at the physical store or at the ink fairs. So I click on it and the, the light went green. So everyone was crossing, but I was still like trying to, <laughs> to zoom on this pen to see if it's like a second hand or I don't know because the price was the the 2018 price so you know when pro gear were less than five uh, fifty thousand yen when when pro gear has a normal price and I was like oh is it is it is it a real one is <laughs> and I just like okay just click and buy <laughs> and then I have to run because the light was uh, <laughs> was turning red and and I had to stroll and and run to cross the street but it was kind of a very funny moment like not really a real, like, you know, parallel world moment. So I'm the owner of a very nice uh, pen I really like. And uh, yeah, so for the inks, they are available online. If anyone was looking for them, you know that they're around. You can use uh, white rabbit and stuff like that. But so that's always the good thing about buying uh, from these like, rural uh, stationary stores because they don't move inventory very fast. And if the price changes, they keep the old MSRP. So if you find something at the old price, chances are you can, you can buy that. So about Joyful 2, I remember like a few years ago, I think our little Tokyo group, we were planning to organize like a trip to Joyful to buy the inks. Because I remember back, back then, it wasn't possible to buy these inks online you can only buy them at events no. or at these yeah yeah exactly until uh, we talk about with see why mm. i really didn't know they had the inks online and i was sad to didn't see them at star stationery in konuma because it's one of the brand i really like they have a it's like 30 colors uh, with the name from different uh inspiration mm. of uh, tochigi gunma area nico and uh, some of them are really uh, nice, uh, like some are chromo shading before chromo shading was uh, a thing, and uh, the I, like the roca red is a very dark, um, a little bit like diamond, your favorite diamond red, uh, CY, the um, dragon was it? Um, yeah, this kind red of dragon. Yeah, this kind of dark, uh, very intense red, and it's one of my favorite one. And of course, I give samples to people and stuff, and I was starting to get, you know, to the end. I, I have enough inks for life, of course, but some are still your favorite. And I was like, oh, my, I have, if I found them, I, I would like to get a second bottle because they are really uh, uh, my favorites. And yeah, it was good to, to yeah, uh, very funny uh, coincidence. And uh, by, by searching for the ink, I got a pen. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know what? I'm looking at these inks right now, and there is one that's called Natto Brown. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very nice one. It has a. It's, it it reminds me of Roma Embra from Pelepena a bit. It has this kind of uh, sheening. Um, yeah, it's a yeah for the Natto lovers out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost tempted to buy this Natto Brown just because Natto is so, I don't know, polarizing. Let's say. <laughs> Well, I remember when we went to the very first Inkunuma, uh, we bought way too much ink, of course. And I remember CY, I think you and I went down to like a Tullet or something like that after the event. And we were opening all the ink bottles and we were swatching and comparing. And I remember buying one of the joyful inks. I think it was one called Purple Heart. And and, and, they have and that, you yeah. just loved that ink and you were you were trying to convince me to, to swap inks with you. Uh, I I really like the um, the label on Purple Heart. I think the other labels are a bit more plain, but that one was really nice, and th- they do have that on the mm. on the website. And uh, I remember with um, um, Yasuko, we were so in love with Nemophila Blue and another one Lapis Blue, and we were really surprised because on the bottle the the label the blue seems different. But when you swatch them next to each other, they are identical. Like, <laughs> really. Like. So we were like, come on, it's, we bought two different inks and they, are, they look like really the same on Tomori River. And it's only if you dilute them in water, one is more purple and the other one is more like um, a, uh, Bleu Roi, the, the, the French blue, you know, the, the royal blue. Euro, yeah, royal blue, exactly. So, how uh, say, pure, they look the same, but if you uh, dilute a bit, then you see the the chromo, the, the shade are a little bit different. But we were so surprised. I remember we we we, we test them together and we we're like, "Come on, it's the same. <laughs> Why did they put different levels?" <laughs> yeah. So I think um, this has been quite a long episode. Let's end it here for today. Um, I know we still got a few different topics but we can maybe save that for next time what do you guys think yeah sounds good to me and you know what let's um i almost forgot well i I actually did forget but since it was the beginning of the financial year or end of the financial year as well um the the investor reports for sailor and pilot have come out and we could uh we could dedicate some time on the next episode to talk about that as well could do that all right then um with that, my name is CY. You can find me on my website at tokyostationpens.com, on Instagram and TikTok at tokyostationpens, and on Twitter at tokyostationmnh. And my name is Jacob. I am a fan on Instagram and on Twitter. I have a blog at foodofan.com. And my name is Cray. You can find me on Instagram at miracat. Thanks again for having me, guys. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.